We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Talking Halos. This is Derek C. Apollo, all about my listening tonight. Although we'll have Josh Soroka from the Section 336 podcast on a little bit later, give us a brief preview of the Orioles series. The Angels, though, coming off a series win. Well, kind of. They rained out today in New York, getting them two out of three for the rain out. The big story, though, yesterday, last night's game. The Angels come back from 8-4 to four down with seven runs in the top of the ninth inning, including Jared Walsh, Grand Slam, his second home run of the game. The Angels win 11-8, the negative side of it. Shoyotani, four walks, one hit batsman, gives up a ridiculous amount of runs in the first inning and is pulled after just 41 pitches. A rough outing for him, doesn't even make it out of the first. And and we saw some of that wildness last year, and that's when they put him on the injury list. So I'm hopeful it's just Shohei having a bad day. We're all hopeful it's just Shohei having a bad day. And, and I'm hoping that he comes out next week and goes in the all-star break straight up on fire. So we're all hoping that he deserves um, the accolades. He probably showed in New York prior to that. Shoyatani had three home runs in the Bronx in the first two games. Now, entering tonight, led the league in home runs with 27. So that's been, that has been the last couple days. Angels, again, take two out of three. They got to go back to New York for an August 16th game at 4.05 p.m. Pacific time. But I think there's something else I want to talk about here, and that is Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh this year... We, we mentioned it earlier in the year. And Jared Walsh, what he did when the season started was really put on a show, right? But he put on a show last year. The big question for him coming into this year, well, it was going to be, was last year a fluke or not? And what we're finding out is, no, it wasn't a fluke. Let's get to that. Before we do, I want to go ahead and just pause for a moment for our sponsors. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right. So let's take a look at Jared Walsh here. Jared Walsh last year on what was admittedly a, a not a very good team. Just not a good team at all. He was one of the few lone stars. Just one of the few guys who really kind of set the standard in terms of what the Angels really needed. And now, this year, what we're seeing from him, A, not a fluke. B, and this is going to be popular for some people, the Angels made the right call. I'm going to say it again. The Angels made the right call. One more time. They made the right call to release our pools. Of course, some people are like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sorry, it's 28 home runs for Shoei, by the way. What are you talking about? How can you say it was the right call to let Albert Bruholz go? Well, some would say, well, he should have been gone a while ago. The thing is this. I think Jared Walsh was the real reason he wasn't let go. The Angels didn't know what they had in Jared Walsh entering this season. I think they didn't know what to do. So Albert Pujols was the insurance. He was there. But then Jared Walsh stepped up and, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. In 24 games, Albert Pujols with 86 bats had 9 runs, 17 hits, 5 home runs, and 12 RBIs. He's hitting 198 with an on-base percentage of 250. This is coming off of years where his averages were 
far below his career average. Matter of fact, I would venture to say that Albert never lived up to the contract that he signed with the team. Jared Walsh is the reason why he's gone. This year, in 78 games, he has 81 hits, 20 of them doubles, one triple, 20 home runs, 58 RBIs, hitting 282. Let's put this out. Let's say he plays double that, 156 games. That's 40 home runs, 116 RBIs, and 40 doubles. Probably strikes out a bit too much. All right. But those are first baseman all-star numbers. Jared Walsh should be in the All-Star game. He should be. But not many people know who he is. There are only three players on this roster with double-digit home runs right now, and Jared Walsh is one of them. On the flip side, you have Anthony Rendon, who has not really lived up to his contract since he's been here. No one wants to hear that either. Now, will he eventually? I hope so. I hope so. But they're paying him big money to hit 233 with five home runs. And 200 bats. So the Angels are 39 and 41. Where would they be right now without Otani or Jared Walsh in that lineup? Just want to point that out. All right. Before we move on, I'm going to ask you to head over to Apple Music. Leave a five star review if you can. Also, please make sure you check us out on, on Twitter at Talking Halos and find us on social media on Facebook and Talking Halos or the Talking Halos group. And if you have feedback for us, please email us at talkinghalos at gmail.com. Here's my question for you. Email us with your response. Do you believe Jared Walsh deserves to be an all-star? Let us know. Don't be a homer about it. Are those numbers in your view good enough compared to the rest of the competition? I think so. I think so. All right. Here you go. Here's our preview of the Orioles series with Josh Soroka from the Session 336 podcast. All right, folks, we're here with Josh Soroka from the Section 336 podcast. And, man, we are always glad to have you on. You're always willing to be self-deprecating. You're always willing to be honest on what's going on in Baltimore, and we're glad to have you on. How's it going? All right. I don't know what you're talking about, self-deprecating. Not sure if you were paying attention. We just swept one of the hottest teams in baseball. Now we lost like 22 in a row before that. But we can just talk I mean, about the weekend. Well, I'll, I'll never forget that time, you had, that time we had you on the show, and it was Angels, Orioles, previews, a four-game set, I believe. Was it a four-game set? Um, it's either a three- or a four-game set, and you're like, well, it's going to be a bloodbath, blah, 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 and the Orioles took the series, and just that was the, that was the end of the Angels' year right there. They had just swept the Dodgers, and then the Orioles just demolished them in Anaheim, by the way, and that was it. That yeah. was it. And then you guys decided, hey, let's just take a bunch of former Orioles and see how that thing goes. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Bundy this year has been bound to say about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, too bad Kevin Gosman is the one you should have had. Who? Kevin Gosman. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he, he's having the hot year. Uh, you know... I guess we can always make a move for another Orioles player. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just Why not? I'm looking forward to facing Cobb tomorrow. Or Saturday. Saturday will be Cobb. Well, we'll get into that. Actually, let's get into it now. The, um, the pitching matchups this weekend, Friday. As of right now, Keegan Aiken versus Griffin Canning. Keegan Aiken 
0-4, the 7-11 ERA, Canning, Griffin Canning for the Angels at 5-4-495. What can you tell us about this matchup? That uh, Keegan Aiken has been a disappointment this season. Keegan Aiken is supposed to be the first of our kind of preview of the future of the Orioles. And the future that looks bright. But unfortunately, Keegan Aiken's been kind of disappointed. He's struggled to get through six innings. Um, I mean, six innings is always the goal. We struggle for all of our pitchers to get through six. But Keegan Aiken started out a lot better, and he's been struggling since then. He's been up and down to Norfolk, Cripway a few times. So, um, again, the way the Orioles play, I don't expect much out of our pitching. Our starting rotation across the board is pretty bad. The question is, we have a decent lineup, and can we get enough runs on the board to not worry about the pitch? Well, I mean, our starting pitch has been really bad. Yeah, that's pretty much across the board. So maybe you got a shot. It could be. Canning is touch and go. Canning can can shut you down one start, next start, you get blow, he'll blow him up. It's just how he goes. And by the way, 2754 for the Orioles, but you're not the worst. Arizona 22 and 60. Yes. They've yeah. lost like 23 of their last 25. So, I mean, I guess it could be worse. It can it can always be worse. Um their Orioles are not playing as well as I as many of us projected them to to play well. But that's all right. We'll get through. I'm excited that uh we don't have to face Otani. I like that. Uh this weekend. So, we'll see. They got well, hot you in might. Houston. Well, no, darn all your pitching matches up. Uh, it's all uh, announced, right? Yeah, it's that changes so often with them. It really does. All right. You never know, especially if there's an injury. You never know. All right, gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, considering the Orioles, two out of three is uh, Mr. TBD. TBD is our most <laughs> common pitcher. Yeah, TBD. Yeah. Well, well is, is it George or Jorge? Uh, it's Jorge, I believe. Okay, had to ask that one. Want to yeah. do the man of justice? Two and 10, 592 ERA. Alex Cobb, 5 and 3, 509 ERA. Um, you know a lot about Alex Cobb. How's this one going out for you? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think they've announced Lopez yet as the starter for Saturday. <laughs> Uh, I think it is TBD, but a good chance of Lopez. And, uh, again, you don't know what you get, and it's not about Lopez. It's what was interesting about these series in Houston and why the Orioles uh, were able to sweep them is the bullpen came together, and the bullpen locked things down. Um, yesterday's game, the Orioles scored in the first inning and then didn't score again until the eighth inning, and the bullpen held things together. And... Um, so it's all about the bullpen. It's not about this rotation. And every, basically every starter, I'm expecting them to give up at least four or five runs. Okay. And that's something you've got to live with, right? I mean, just. Right. And I mean, right. And that's where the story of the Orioles is the lineup. It's Cedric Mullins having just a year that, to be honest, as Oriole fans, we were kind of burned on Mullins years ago. And he did this whole thing this season where he said, I'm not going to be a switch hitter anymore. And we just kind of rolled our eyes. And now he's one of the hottest hitters in baseball. And it all starts with him. He gets on base 
so often. He leads off games with so many like home runs in his first at bat that it's just he sets the tone for this clubhouse and for this lineup. Gotcha. Now Sunday, I mean, I'm looking at what's out there. Okay, I mean, I get what you're saying, but there's there's no like announced dates. I'm checking right now for yeah, TB on the Orioles official website says TBD. Um, checking out like Yahoo Sports, which is usually pretty accurate, has Lopez versus Cobb on Saturday, and then on Sunday, uh, Eshelman, 0 1, 6 5 7 against Patrick Sandoval, 2 and 2 3 8 9. Sandoval has actually been pretty decent this year. Um, tell us about Eshelman. Uh, Eshelman, um, his last outing, he lasted three innings. So he, when you see Eshelman on there, it's kind of assume it's a bullpen game. I mean, he went three innings, four innings. Um, he hasn't really pitched more than, I guess, the deepest he's gone in the game is 4.2 innings. So it's going to be a bullpen game. So that's what you're going to get from Eshelman. You're going to get him one time through the lineup, um, and then you're going to go to your bullpen. And so, again, that's what I was saying. For the Orioles, it's all about the bullpen. The lineup you said has been pretty decent this year. What are the highlights of the lineup? What are the weaknesses in the lineup? Sure. The highlights are Cedric Mullins, uh, Ryan Mountcastle, um, Trey Mancini, and Austin Hayes, though he's had a lot of injury issues. The low lights has been second base, third base, shortstop. Those middle infielders where we don't have anything great. We've got Franco over at third base who's batting in the low twos. We've got a revolving door of people who don't play second base, playing second base. And then um, the big news was Galvis got hurt earlier this week for us. So we've got Urias playing short now. And it's a team of placeholders. None of these guys are the future. Mullins is going to be interesting to see. Mullins is batting 322 right now. He's just having such a good season. 14 home runs, 30 RBIs, 15 stolen bases. I mean, I'll be kind of surprised if they don't trade Cedric Mullins with the type of season he's having. And Mancini is just, you know, Mancini's the feel-good story. Coming back from cancer and doing okay. He's holding down that first base. He's batting 254, so he's doing okay. And then Santander is the, our other outfielder, or Santander. He changes. He changed the, his pronunciation between seasons of his name. Mm-hmm. Not sure how that works, but we've seen Zach Britton change the spelling of his name between. So I guess pronunciation is okay as well. Um, those three guys are going to be the story of this offense because we're in July now, and all the conversation for the Orioles is going to be what can they sell, and those are the three guys at the top of the list. What about defensively? I know in the past, the Orioles have had some major defensive problems. How, how are you looking this year? Uh, we've got a great outfield with Mullins and Hayes and either Santander or DJ Stewart going out the outfield. Lots of speed in the outfield, uh, lots of range in the outfield, so that helps. Um, first base, we've got Ryan Mountcastle, who is getting hot, and I, it's probably too late for Rookie of the Year, but you never know if he can continue what he did in June into July and August. He's having an outstanding um, summer so far. So, he, but he sucks defensively. And you were asking about defense. He's, yeah. a, he's a man 
that can play first base, but not really anywhere else. And we don't need a first baseman right now because of Trey Mancini. So that limits him at DH. So, gotcha. But defensively, our outfield is great. First base is okay. Second base is a substitute. Shortstop is a substitute. Third base, Franco's fine. I find there's third baseman. Catching is the most irritating position on the Orioles defensively. Severino is our main catcher, and he can't frame. He can't catch a ball. He can't. He, he drops sliders left and right. He struggles behind the plate. So that's where the most frustration is. We've got Austin Wins that's kind of split some games with him, but he's not a whole lot better. So overall, looking how the Angels match up with, with the Orioles right now, how do you see the series going? I see uh, the Orioles are so hard to predict. I want to be positive. I want to say that this lineup can outscore uh, the Angels because I know the Angels are struggling as well. But you guys are way more closer to that 500 mark. Um, I just don't know how, how you guys play against offensively teams. Are you scoring a lot of runs? They're up and down. They, they can put up runs. They, have, they are in the, in the, you know, last I checked, they were top five in the league, top six in the league scoring-wise, but they can't pitch a lick. Right. And that's, and that's where it gives me some hope, is you guys have a big ballpark, and we can hit the ball. I mean, we've, in the past week, we scored five runs, 13 runs, nine, five, uh, four, six, nine, 13, 10, seven, 10. We've gotten a lot of wins off of scoring a lot of runs. The problem is we've also got losses in there where we've lost 12 to 10. So I think we can win. Um, I think we can take two of these because I don't trust Cobb, and I don't think your guy that pitches Friday night, uh, Cannon, is very good as well. Um, so I'm going to say that I'm going to say that Aiken has a bounce back game on Friday night, keeps the birds in it. Saturday we go is a bullpen game. Uh, and we run through that, and then I don't. We'll see what Sunday happens. I, I doubt the Orioles can sweep, but I'm going to be positive and say we'll take two out of three. Taking two out of three on the road, and normally I would be like, "Nah," but the last time we tried making that call, yeah, <sighs> it's it's a really hard. The Orioles, I'm sure you feel this way as an Angels fan. They're really hard to predict. It's like one day they look amazing and looks like no one can stop them. And the next day, they go for 21 games without a win. So, um, I mean, there's a reason that they're bad. And so for me to come out here and say, oh, yeah, they can win three. I don't know. They've won three now. They still have a run differential of negative 100 and something. So I'm going to say two. And I'm going to be positive and say let's take two. I mean, on the flip side, the, the Angels just took two out of three from the Yankees. They had that massive comeback last night. Then they get a rain out to get, so they can go home, get a little bit of rest before tomorrow night's game. And, you know, given where they've been the last few days, that could be a total momentum change for, for the Angels and in the All-Star break. Yeah, understand. Um, yeah, it's, and it's not a bad time for a road trip. It's kind of a weird road trip for the Orioles to hit Houston, then L.A., and we're not hitting anyone else out west. Next week, next week come back home and play Toronto. So it's, it's a weird trip for the Orioles going back and forth. All right. Well, can you let people know where they can find your work and so they can track you guys, especially during this series? 
Yeah, uh, check out Section 336 anywhere you get your podcast or Section336.com. And check out Birdland Tonight, which is a post-game show that I do with some other uh, Orioles podcast hosts and stuff where we can talk about the game immediately after it happens. All right, you got it. Thanks so much, man. Have a great one. All right, thank you. All right, so here's the deal. Do I think that the Angels have some major pitching problems going on right now? Yes. Uh, when Josh talks about the Orioles, he basically has the same feeling that I do about the Angels. Yet he says things take, they take two out of three in Anaheim. Two years ago, I laughed at that. But every team gets hot. And when they get hot, that's legitimate. The Orioles traditionally do give the Angels some problems. I just happen to think that after the, last night's big game and getting to go home, get a, a night off, that maybe, just maybe, the Angels will be pumped up. Get their, get their pitchers a day to rest. I, I like the Angels' chances to take two out of three in the series. And I like their chances of even heading to the All-Star break with some momentum. We're going to see Mike Trout back soon. We're going to see Justin Upton back soon. We're going to see core members of this lineup back soon. Sooner or later, with all those guys back, Anthony Rondon will start hitting. Some of these pitchers, Dylan Bundy, he's better than his ERA shows. Okay. Griffin Canning is better than ZRA shows. Uh, there is too much talent on this roster for them to struggle in certain areas. Yes, some numbers are exactly who these guys are. But I think it starts this weekend. I'm taking the Angels in two out of three. Okay? Uh, and hopefully I'm right. Hopefully I'm right. Hopefully I can, I, Josh and I can reconnect later in the year. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I got it right. But you never know these days. All right, folks. Time for us to get out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Halos. Follow us elsewhere, like Facebook. Talking Halos page. Talking Halos groups also there. And until next time, we're out of here. Have a great one.